When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Age of Radio. Oh, wow. Look at this. Oh, somebody was stalking somebody on this, and the lawyer said, you got to give somebody an audible cue twice that they're being recorded, right? Yeah, yeah. does it give you the, uh, you're being recorded. If you would like to back out, hit yeah. here now or whatever. Oh, man. So fucking pervs are going on their fucking business meetings, recording fucking Zoom calls, and then jerking off to it later on, right? You know what? I but that's just the way about I about that. Shit. I'm going to have to save more than the cloud. <laughs> No, because the, the few other times we've done the show, I've had to come into the Zoom thing. It's never told me that I'm being recorded. Never had to agree to being recorded either. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. You're that's got to be something. something new. Oh, that's right. We were talking uh, Red Sparrow. I think we did that on TriCast or whatever. So oh. there was a. <laughs> ah. I don't know if Zoom would allow us talking about Red Sparrow. <laughs> <laughs> Are they owned by Disney? I don't know. Horror school, horror school, horror school. Okay, it's still yeah. recording. We're good. Tits, tits, tits. <laughs> booty butt okay, cheeks, now, booty, booty butt I'll cheeks. take this fucking movie. Uh, <laughs> all right. You guys ready? Uh, or? Yeah. Podcasting comedian Dana Gould picked this movie. And for real, you guys didn't know who that was? Dookie? Well, I, I, I watched the trailer and I was like, it's got some little type at the top of, you know, where it says, uh, Massacre Mafia style. We're showing it real quick. I'm like, does that say Duke Mitchell? Oh, okay. Yep. It's back to the. This guy kind of looks like Duke Mitchell's grandpa. <laughs> <laughs> he talks like. <laughs> but when you said it, I was like, holy shit. Oh my God. He wrote and directed and starred in yep. Massacre Mafia style, by the way. That did, they did that on the grind band. Did they? Yeah. Because that's you where I heard Mike and Bob episodes. You keep finding Apparently. ones. Apparently, it's one of those like, like the first I don't know eighty episodes. Like before I started listening, it's like I don't even know what that movie is. It probably sucks. <laughs> and I was no, like, it's, it's, I don't even know yeah. what that movie is. I got to find out how much it sucks. <laughs> you can see from the trailer how much it sucks. That's how great it is. Oh though. yeah, <laughs> it looked like like high school kids trying to do uh, Pulp Fiction or something. No, when I first saw the trailer, I'm like, is that fucking Jerry Lewis? And then I said, no, that's not him. And then I saw the name Duke Mitchell. I'm like, wait, is that fucking Duke Mitchell? Duke Mitchell. Sammy the Duke Mitchell. <laughs> uh, now, I just want a little podcasting etiquette that I don't know what's going on with it. At the end, when I plug the show, uh, I don't know if you guys know, but we're supposedly getting sponsored by Manscaped. <gasps> and we oh, have yeah. a code. Do I, just, do I just say, you know, we have a Patreon and stuff like that? Or can I drop the code? 
yeah drop the code man okay. yeah, we're not we're not doing manscaped hey, hey whenever we have a you know like like izzy talk around tidy venus if the guest has a, a code or whatever we'll be like yeah use that code make yes. sure the, make sure these guys yeah but that's kind of like your straight up business this is kind of like I'm doing a. I'm not, I'm not going to be doing a commercial. I'm just going to say, go to Manscaped, yeah, use the code, and get twenty percent off. Yeah, yeah, use the code Bloody Twenty okay. or, or Bits Twenty. Bits Twenty. Now, oh bits man, 20. now I'm going to say the fucking code is Bloody Twenty, and fucking people are going to order <laughs> use the wrong code. If I say Bloody, bloody 20, twenty, please remind me it's Bits Twenty. Bits Twenty. All right. Bloody like, like Twenty, Bitcoin. also known as Tiger King. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but you know what's crazy is the shits are actually pretty good. They sent us, they sent the three of us a kit. It's like a hundred and fifty dollar kit. It's got the nose trim in it, the uh, weed whacker, the long groomer, and all that other shit. It's actually really good. Nice. So you, you and uh, you and Candace held down Eddie and just shaved him clean. <laughs> no, he shaved his nose hairs live on one of the shows. Ooh. And I'm like, well, <laughs> guess what? That leaves me to shave on the show. God damn it. This is a solo cholo episode I listen to. <laughs> if like, you do right, it wrong, well, it's no cholo. show for the last 10 minutes here. I'm just going to test out this nose trimmer. <laughs> <laughs> are, are you saying you want a nose trimmer? <laughs> no, I'm good. If you get it from uh, Manscaped, you get 20% off if you use the code He's... BITS20. And yeah. free delivery. Yeah, so. <gasps> free delivery in this economy? <laughs> well, I don't know, but the trucker's convoy it might be held up uh, for a couple of weeks. But mm. yeah, it's up in Canada. So. No, no, they broke those guys up. Yeah, no, oh. it's here. In, it's in, not here, but I'm not in DC. But now they're in DC. Oh, good for them. Ricky Schroeder's joined them. Who's he? Silver Spoons. Yeah, Silver Spoons, motherfucker, joined the trucker convoy. Mm. <laughs> All right, we'll notify me when Alfonso Roberto joins. <laughs> All right. No, honey, no, there. They have a difference of opinion. When do you talk a native language? I just started today. Well, what do you say? What do you say? I don't even know what I said. Do I need you oh, my do I, baby? Of course I do. Duke Mitchell and Sammy Petrello turn an island paradise into the zaniest madhouse in the seven seas. Charlita puts a gleam in Duke Mitchell's eyes. Your smile only added life to your mastery. Muriel Landers puts the whammy on Sammy. Sammy! Run for your life! Go on, get out of here, run for your life! Ramona, the romantic chimp takes off on a romantic chase of her own. Strange. It's interesting. Really think so. What are you telling, Carl? Bella 
Lugosi finds the perfect subject to turn a gorilla into a goop, and versa vice. <laughs> Everything, Everything I learned from movies. movies. <laughs> and tonight. Oh, tonight. It's about to be annoying. <laughs> oh, Jesus. We are talking 1952's Bella Lugosi meets a Brooklyn gorilla. <laughs> Finally. <laughs> oh, and happy April, everybody. Happy hey, April. April. Happy ah. birthday month, my April husband. <laughs> oh, I thank you, my wife. <laughs> Oh, but babe, Steve. this is such a cinematic masterpiece. We <gasps> can't be alone for this one. Wait, we're not alone? Nope, nope. Uh, because we have the uh, Queen's Gorilla to our Bella and Lugosi, Tim Yobo from the Bloody Myth Horror Show. Welcome, Tim. Thank you very much, but also fuck you very much. Now I realize <laughs> why you asked me to be on this particular episode. Because <laughs> my voice just naturally sounds like that. Well, like like Duke Mitchell? Is that what you're talking about? Yeah. I wish if I could call if I could croon like Duke Mitchell. Oh man, I turned that into a career. No, no, we just want to know how offended you you would be uh, this being called as a Brooklyn gorilla. Uh, Well, I guess he is from Brooklyn, right? But uh, all the references they make, uh, all the other uh, geographical references they make, is like New Jersey, Broadway, and Forty Second Street. Yeah, like Flatbush, I think they say at one point. It's like, yeah, it's the Bronx, right? No, Flat, no, Flatbush is the Brooklyn, yes. I remember oh, when I was a kid, Brooklyn. I got into oh, okay, a fight okay. with a group of kids. They said they looked like I, they said I looked like I came from Flatbush. And that made me <laughs> fight them right there on the spot. Brooklyn uh, reference achieved. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> uh, so, Tim, was this your first time watching this movie? Hell yeah. <laughs> what you, you weren't raised on it since it was it's called bella lugosi meets a brooklyn gorilla there's no way i'm watching this movie yeah yeah how <laughs> did you have your first time my first time steve you and i i have been looking forward to this movie since data gold launched his podcast like his first or second episode it was one of the movies he recommended everybody see at least once told a little history about duke mitchell and sammy mm. petrillo yeah. which i will get into and i've had on this list and this movie has been like scrubbed from the universe probably for good reason but (laughs) it just made me want to watch it more and now that i've seen it i have discovered spoiler alert sammy petrillo is completely insufferable (laughs) oh man i it's been a long time since i actually watched the movie like really want to jump into the screen and kill somebody i want (laughs) to kill this guy immediately i wanted to mute it and just put it on subtitles every time he came on Uh, uh, insufferable is being too nice (laughs) speaking of insufferable uh babe i don't know about you i'm a little thirsty i'm insufferably sober (laughs) (laughs) fix your shit we have from silver reef brewing company color country red ale with the red tail hawk on the front nice see 
Color Country Red Ale, 5% alcohol by volume. Sweet malt character with subtle notes of plum and a hit of fruity Belgian yeast. Brewed by Silver Reef Brewing Company, St. George, Utah. Nice. Hey! Yeah, there. Oh, it's snowing. Is it? Uh, maybe it's just coming. Maybe. I don't know. All right. All right. Anyway, sorry. I'm going to pop this up. Shit. Oh, my top. Nice. Ooh, foamies. And pour it. Oh, yeah. Beautiful reddish brown color. It's got a nice off white, creamy head. Lots of tiny bubbles dissipating quickly. Tiny bubbles dissipating quickly. <laughs> Is the beer of Don Ho. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Smells really malt forward, like a little oh, bit yeah. of almost like raisin on the nose. Probably from that Belgian yeast, a little bit of that clove. Yeah, very malt forward. Say, what the fuck notes. is malt forward? Yeah, right. It means it's sweet. No. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's supposed to be in like a hoppy beer. It's uh, it's the more the the sweet and bready notes forward. But yeah, yeah, just nice little caramel notes, little mm -hmm. little biscuity notes to it. Yeah, just a, yeah, the, that Belgian mouthfeel that just makes it a little oh, uh, a little different. You know, I like it. Tim, are you drinking anything? Uh, of course I am. I'm drinking the Coors. Got a big 12 banquet here. That's it. I'm very boring with my beers. I would say, would you like a beer or are you just going to enjoy your sparkly water? Oh, <laughs> it's 24 ounces. So, oh, it's a big can of sparkly water well that's going to make me feel much refreshed. <laughs> <laughs> this episode is brought to you by Core Shit. <laughs> <laughs> Look, the Miller Coors Company and InBev are not coming anywhere near me with a 10 foot ball. <laughs> <laughs> they have me on some sort of watch list. <laughs> uh, so Bella Lugosi meets a Brooklyn gorilla. Uh, from director William Bodine. Who's he, Steve? Oh, I'm glad you asked. Uh, 392 credits from God 1915 damn. to 1976, Holy which is God. odd because he died in 1970. <laughs> uh, let's see, some of his big hits. Uh, the Ape Man uh, from 1943, also starring Bela Lugosi and, well, you know, guys in gorilla suits, oddly enough. Uh, Duke of the Navy, probably starring Duke Mitchell. No. <laughs> uh, Mickey Mouse Club, Corky and the White Shadow. Apparently that was a show. Rin Tin Tin, The Green Hornet, 79 episodes of Lassie. Wait, a TV show called The White Shadow? Uh, it says Corky and the White Shadow. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, so <laughs> maybe it's super cool. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, a bunch of uh, TV Lassie movies, Billy the Kid versus Dracula. James... Oh, that's a good one. <laughs> yeah. Jesse James meets Frankenstein's daughter. And uh, a couple post-mortem credits, including uh, The Green Hornet and Fury of the Dragon, which is that uh, Bruce Lee movie that came out after his death. Yeah. Wait, what, what Bruce Lee movie that came out after his death? Because like a million movies came out after his death. Was he supposed to be oh, in oh, it? Sorry, sorry. That he is, I, I, I guess they used they clip some footage together to make him a part of it oh yeah mm. they, they got another guy who like put on a bruce lee wig and shot most of it from the back or something I, yeah that's game yeah. of death isn't it yeah well yeah that, that apparently this one it's very much like it, it's on the level of uh, uh oh my god no retreat no surrender where bruce lee's in it because they show his grave or something I don't oh know. boy oh, yeah. okay yeah all yeah. right gotcha yeah, so 
I don't know, it might be an interesting movie where the uh, director and actor were dead when the, when it was released. <laughs> wow, wait a second. I, I think we got a great idea for a movie. We could have like the biggest fucking Hollywood stars. We just go to the cemetery and take shots of their gravestones and then we could put it on the poster that, you know, Joan Crawford and Betty Davis are back together. There we go. Yeah. Oh, so we're, we're going to go full like birdemic? That's if you head up in this. Never uh, seen but... birdemic and I never will. Eh, you're not missing yeah. that. Uh, screenplay by Tim Ryan, who has 47 credits, including Detective Kitty O'Day, Spook Busters, and this, but also 147 Kitty O'Day, acting credits. Pussy by Night. <laughs> yeah, 147 acting credits, including every single thing he wrote and From Here to Eternity. As Damn! Right? <laughs> Holy uh, shit. I, I can't believe they didn't put a gorilla in that beach kissing scene. That would really made that fucking movie great. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> great if they like Was Sammy Petrillo in the lead role instead of <laughs> Wow, wow, look at her. <laughs> Lady, you're getting wet. They pan back from there on the beach and all of a sudden there's the Statue of Liberty creeping up. You blew it up. And I planned it. Uh <laughs> So yeah, starring Bella Lugosi as Dr. Zabor. And uh, yeah, Duke Mitchell and Sammy Petrillo as themselves, uh, who are, I guess, in their own way, a Dean Martin and Jerry Lewis mockery. 100%. Yeah. In, in their own way. They got sued to stop doing their act. <laughs> yeah. Jerry, Lewis Jerry Lewis hired that guy and gave him a job on like some obscure TV show and never let him do anything until he's like, he realized, wait a this guy's fucking put me in a closet so I don't go out on the road and steal his shit. <laughs> is, that, uh, is that Sammy? That would happen to him? <laughs> Nobody puts Sammy in the closet. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> right, let me out of here. Yeah. So, <laughs> so yeah, we watched this on DVD. How'd you watch it? I watched it on Tubi, which is said like restored and uncut, which oh, I'm like, shit, what do they mean uncut? Uh, it's the uncircumcised version. Yeah. Oh, you could really see the girl. Oh, I wasn't paying enough attention to the gorillas. <laughs> was it still like a like an hour and fifteen minutes or something like that? Or? I think it was like an hour and fourteen minutes. Yeah. Oh, shit. yeah there we go. <laughs> Uncut. All right. So yeah, we start in the jungle. Uh, we get some credits, and uh, I don't know. We get some stock footage and some yeah, we see some animals. <laughs> yep. I like the snake that just fell out of the tree. Somebody pushed that snake out of the tree, didn't they? I mean, I, I would think so. They they don't normally just, you know, unravel themselves out of there. <laughs> yeah, this is way before PETA and the ASPCA. Like, you know, no animals are harmed on the set. I think movies back then, they actually promoted many, many animals are harmed on the set of this movie. Come watch. <laughs> no animals escaped the set. Any of the ones that weren't killed while filming, we barbecued to feed the staff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the last passenger pigeons were involved in the filming of this movie. <laughs> Sammy Petrillo demanded we have passenger pigeon under glass. <laughs> I'm not going to perform without my dodo omelet, motherfuckers. <laughs> he says motherfucker at one point in this movie, too. He says motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so yeah, a lot of the jungle, killer be killed, you know, setting the stage for the danger that's about to befall us. Mm. Uh, and then we find these two bearded bodies lying in the woods, and uh, yeah. I the thought they were rabbis. Yeah, yeah, with the clothes kind of on, like the, the hat, those long ass beards. I'm like, wow, this is really progressive for the time. <laughs> and then you see the uh, natives surrounding him, and they're like, well, not that progressive. 
Mm. <laughs> well, the American natives, yes. Yeah. Not Native American, the American natives. Yeah. Yeah, the, the princess especially, I'm like, oh, c- c- come on, you couldn't find anybody with a tan? At one point, I have written down, I, this is going to sound really bad, but how the hell did she go to college? <laughs> but... <laughs> Yeah, so we get the natives talking to each other, and I felt bad because I was like, "Is this gibberish, or is this actually like Tagali or Hawaiian or something?" Or is yeah, this see, this is funny back then, man. This was fucking. This is a knee slapper. Going to the movie theaters and hearing this kind of talk going back and forth. Look how funny other languages sound that aren't English. So definitely, a bunch of them were speaking gibberish. The 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 chief, I think he was speaking Hawaiian. Like, or he was just making fun of Hawaiian language, but it sounded, it sounded pretty like, and he looked kind of Hawaiian. And what about the thing think... with the bird on its head? Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh. The, the medicine man. I don't know. And then, yeah, somebody. That's a woman. Her... Izzy, that's a woman. So medicine woman, just like Dr. Quinn. Okay. Yeah. Cause you so see, there's like little things for her. Dr. There's Quinn. cups for her breast. She got like a wonder woman thing going on, but it's made out of wood. <laughs> Yeah, and then yes, yeah, so some of the tribes people so it sounded like Tagali to me, like like Filipino, but I okay. don't know. Yeah, yeah, I don't, it's 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 a weird little scene, but they're basically like, hey, yeah, maybe they were uh, cursing in their uh, native tongue and nobody knew it. <laughs> <laughs> Putting a curse on the white man. <laughs> you be stricken bald, and it only worked on their yeah. Tribe. Guess what? The curse lasts for an hour and fourteen minutes, motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! I believe everybody touches productions. Uh, career was cursed but we haven't seen massacre mafia style yet so or gone with the pope his other movie where he plans on kidnapping the pope and charging every catholic one dollar in ransom which how do you not send a dollar to save your pope right it's a brilliant idea yeah should at least get a billion Uh, (laughs) yeah they uh so yeah they decide hey let's uh get these guys cleaned up and you know Eventually, they, yeah, they just kind of like wake up all clean shaven or whatever in, in like one mm-hmm. of the huts. And uh, as I've written down, goddamn dollar store Martin Lewis. Uh, <laughs> oh, my, it is just so egregious. It's really, I, I mean, I don't know how they got it, didn't get a stop and desist right during halfway during the filming of this movie. It's incredible. I, I can only assume nobody knew this was being made until it like you know, popped up in a trailer or something. Right. <laughs> no, Jerry Lewis knew of this guy at this point. This is where the guy broke away from his contract with Jerry Lewis. Because the first time he met, he describes it saying that Jerry Lewis had some really negative things to say about me. One of the things was, quote, don't sign any checks, Jerry Lewis. And he said he didn't say it in a joking manner. Oh. Which, I mean, back then, dude, if that guy walked into your store, Stephen Izzy, Mm-hmm. You would think that was Jerry Lewis, right? I have a confession. I don't like Jerry Lewis either. Oh, I hate Jerry Lewis. No, no, no. The only thing that Jerry Lewis was ever good in is in the grave. (laughs) Yeah, the Zenny Patrol thing, it's like, it it looks like a teenage Jim Carrey doing a Jerry Lewis. Uh, Oh, wait, no. Okay, no, wait, hold on. I have it written down because I have actually the recipe. Here's the recipe. Take take all, all the worst parts from these people, okay? The worst part of Jerry Lewis... The worst part of Pet Detective, okay? Oh, I don't and know. And then he, he the worst the part haircut, yeah, so. of Pete Davidson. Add a little Pete Davidson in there just for a little shits and giggles. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's about right. <laughs> uh, 
but yeah so yeah for some reason the the tribe is like hey we're gonna have a luau tonight to celebrate your i don't know us us discovering you or finding your voices i don't know whatever uh so then we get a nice little dance number and uh i just have ran down god damn it sammy's voice is hurting me it physically (sighs) hurts oh my god i just had a thought do you think this guy has a day the clown cried that's hidden off somewhere oh i doubt it oh Wait, how many years do we have left? And he wants everybody to see it, but nobody wants to see it. <laughs> oh my god, I'm gonna look up like when is that getting released? No, this is the part, Izzy, where they're sitting down to Luau, right? And he starts talking to the other guy with the banana and he's like, wow, motherfucker. And I'm like, he just said motherfucker. Maybe I just hear motherfucker easy than other people, but that's what he said. Oh my god, guys, guys, June 2024, Day the Clown Cried can come out. Oh, only two more years. Oh, we can do it <sighs> I don't know. With the way last year went, didn't think this year could be any worse, but here we are. What I mean, else is going to happen by 2024? Holocaust Comedy Month. <laughs> <laughs> we have something to look forward to. Our, our, right now, our bright light down the road is a Holocaust comedy film with Jerry Lewis. <laughs> Starring Jerry Lewis. The world is in a really sad state right now. We need Jerry Lewis as a Holocaust clown to lighten the mood. For for yeah. anyone who doesn't know who's listening, the day the clown cried, Jerry Lewis apparently made a movie where he plays a clown who leads children into the gas chamber. And it's a dead serious movie too. It's not a comedy. Yeah. It's not a life is beautiful type thing yeah. at all. No, Although, you no, know, I think uh, life is beautiful kind of ripped off that movie, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean... For anyone that's like, oh my god, this sounds like a stupid idea for a movie. It's like, well, it won a couple Academy Awards 30 years later. <laughs> right. But uh, so yeah, so um, yeah, Jerry Lewis, when he finished it, decided no one, this cannot see the light of day, locked it up and in his will told his children it could not be released until 10 years after his death. Well, motherfucker, chickens are coming home to roost. So... <laughs> That's what's going to get everybody back in the movie theaters. That's right. <laughs> right. You, you think Spider-Man No Way Home made some money? Wait till this comes out. I don't think Disney's doing a day one on that movie. <laughs> That's more of a Hulu thing. <laughs> this uh, is coming out on Tubi. <laughs> oh, Vinegar Syndrome, absolutely. Oh, dude. Oh, man. The fucking outtakes must be incredible. The bloopers? commentary from a seance of jerry lewis or something <laughs> like is sammy petrillo still alive he could do the commentary for it oh well, i mean he does play one of the nazi guards i'm sure <laughs> right <laughs> like fine fine i'll give you a job <laughs> here wear this yeah uh, so <laughs> so anyway uh luau's going on and uh I think the princess or whatever decides, hey, let's let's get a girl. Uh, like the Duke and the princess are kind of hitting it off or whatever. Like, hey, can you find a girl for my buddy Sammy here? And uh, oh, what was her name? Uh, I don't have her written down here. Uh, Saloma or something like that. Uh, Saloma. Saloma's the Saloma. Sister. Yeah, yeah, the sister. Yeah, Saloma. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. yeah, Saloma Salami. Yeah. See? Yeah. See how funny it is. Saloma <laughs> Salami. <laughs> oh, she's fat. Get it? Nobody could ever love her. <laughs> and, and it's kind of weird i have written like, down he doesn't know how bad she would wreck him yeah right Dude. she would snap yeah. him in half yeah he'd like, be screaming lady for a whole different reason yeah it's like another trend of fat shamer but it's like she's 
pretty fucking cute. I'm not gonna lie, she is real fucking cute. She's got some moves. Yeah, yeah, like, right. Like, yeah, just Sammy. You, you may want to reconsider running away. And she is royalty at the end of the day, still, right? Yeah, right. But she's like that royalty where there's really not responsibility. It's yeah. just yeah, the just best kind. Rich, yeah, yeah. She just hang out with eat snacks and hang out fun. with rich uh, real estate tycoons, fly on their jets, go to their private islands. It's the life for you know the royalties who don't have any responsibilities. So what you're saying is, Sandy could have been Meghan Markle, <laughs> right? Or on Jeffrey Epstein's plane. No, <laughs> oh, that's right. <laughs> so yeah, so yeah, Sammy joins the little dance number, and then he starts going into his tight five stand-up routine, and I'm like, oh fuck, skip. Oh my god. Yes, yeah, because Sammy's response in life is whenever there's trouble, and he's like in a, I think he calls him, whenever you're in a corner, do your routine. I'm like, really? How does that work in life? When push comes to shove, when your fucking balls are to the wall, you do that routine. Which what is his routine? Dancing like an idiot and telling stupid jokes. No, well, see, I like if he's work. getting mugged in an alley and he starts doing that, maybe the mugger <laughs> shoots themselves in the head. Yeah, that oh wow, that's a secret power. It makes you want to kill yourself. <laughs> that's his mutant power. <laughs> Uh, so yeah and i like how like nobody's laughing but eventually he gets like a pity laugh from the princess and well and look, she, she has to translate it, it. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and i'm like again the movie starts off where like what the first like maybe minute and a half they're talking in what's supposed to be a foreign language and then all of a sudden she starts breaking into english and then going back to the foreign language and breaking it in english what the fuck is going on i'm like jokes don't translate from brooklyn to whatever fiji island this is <laughs> yeah yeah it's it's all over the place with that yeah eventually uh saloma you know she likes sammy so she like grabs him by the arm and uh he starts being all whiny and pissy and <laughs> oh man i got a beautiful princess who's a few pounds overweight because she lives such a leisurely life who's completely obsessed with me whatever could i do and all she wants to do is make me get fat Stupid idiot. Oh, Jesus she just Christ. keeps put a ring on. for me. <laughs> she just wants to put her meat curtains on my bones. I mean, meat Yeah, on and my she bones. thinks that voice is acceptable as a mate, right? <laughs> now, I know I shouldn't talk, but I think my <laughs> voice is at least a couple of notches above Sammy's. Yeah, oh, yeah absolutely, Tim. Absolutely. Tim, your voice is smooth as satin. Like, you, you got like Duke Mitchell voice compared to I'm like New Mitchell. York butter. <laughs> yeah oh speaking of which yeah this is where uh duke starts singing as i've written down why is he singing with someone else's voice <laughs> oh this is the thing that all right this blew my mind first of all they keep calling him dookie and every time i keep hearing yeah. that you know what you naturally think of right but his nickname yeah. in this movie is dookie <laughs> but when he starts singing he goes over to the fucking guys playing the fucking bongos or whatever it is and he's like getting them to go one by one one by one and then he starts singing and the whole fucking orchestra starts playing behind him there's <laughs> trumpets there's strings everything like that you have yeah. to show me with some of the islanders using some kind of instruments that can mimic those sounds maybe but just don't have him playing showing somebody how to play the bongo beat and then it goes into a fucking full dance. Oh, and then he doesn't dance really; he just like sways back and forth. <laughs> yeah, uh, and I love how, like, like in the movie, you know, Duke, Duke's voice is like, "Hey, yeah, we're just gonna do this and this and this." But then we start singing, it's like, <laughs> 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 "Oh, 
to like drop kind of like a Dean Martin, right? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but he's when not, the uh, pizza pie hits your moon. Too, so. <laughs> See, that's how you can tell the difference between him and Dean Martin. He doesn't have a cocktail in his hand twenty four seven. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he's the dry Dean Martin. Oh, that's why he's not as funny. Yeah. So much <laughs> Just want to answer the questions from the crowd of like, so where did you get all that gin from? Yeah, don't worry about it, buddy. <laughs> so yeah, Sammy goes running into the jungle because uh, Saloma, you know, wants a piece of him, is chasing after him. Um, yeah, dude keeps on singing, and then eventually him and the princess start chatting. Uh, you know, the, the skinny princess, the uh, uber white princess. Yes. Um, <laughs> So you've had some fun facts about that. Yeah. And as I ran down, she went to college. What? That exactly. I'm like, what the fuck? How the fuck did she go to college? She she went to one of them uh Fiji medical schools or something. And uh I don't know, uh, man. It was a big bombshell drop on me, especially like what when this movie came out, like 1952? Yeah. <laughs> they let you out of the kitchen. <laughs> High five. <laughs> oh wait she went to college for home economics yeah, oh, yeah. oh no no, no no she just went to new york and saw a college and then she oh. came home mm. and she was like yes i went to a college i saw it they exist it turns out <laughs> they're not just legends uh but yeah maybe when she went to college that's where she met uh dr zabor uh, Zabor is just some other foreign word for like just sad, right? <laughs> yeah, baby. But they're like, oh, when yeah, he's baby. sitting in that chair, oh my god, poor Bela. <laughs> he just yeah, this goes easy. Just sitting in that chair, just like TikTok, TikTok can't end soon enough. <laughs> I'm sure it's in your uh, special, your fun facts, but I believe he was dying of morphine overdose at this point in his life. I mean, he, he he was an old man with some definite uh, health problems, but yeah, uh, wasn't it like this has got to be towards the end, right? Yeah. yeah. When, when did Plan Nine for Outer Space come out? Wasn't that like fifty-eight, fifty-nine, something like that? Let's see. Looking it up now. This is a future seat problem. All right. Fifty-nine. And this movie came out what year? Fifty-two. So holy yeah. shit! So he has seven more years before Plan Nine. Yeah, that's like fifteen Ed Wood movies. Wow, <laughs> and he's already doing these kinds of movies. Yeah, well, I mean, Shit. Dracula was thirty-three, I want to say. So, yeah, this is you know twenty years later. This was a uh, let's see, like Nicolas Cage got his Academy Award in ninety-five. So, this would be like <laughs> USS Independence. No, Bella did Nicolas Cage. He's <laughs> like, that's it. I can write my own checks. I'm gonna do the worst fucking movies ever. Hey, we love those movies, damn it. <laughs> no, no, look, you gotta get the cage. He he's come full circle now. Now he's back to being good again. Oh, but he, there he was a left. period. He never left. He's always no, the no, movies no, that no, got no. small. I know you love yourself some Nicolas Cage, and I'm not gonna step step on too bad, but there's a good five or six year period there where it was just ugh. here here's here's the thing. They're not great movies. His performances are still spot on. He wasn't, he's not given a whole lot to work with with some of the scripts, 
but at least he's trying to do interesting things. And while he's always going to be Nick Cage, he's trying to do different facets of his Nick Cage character. And that's what I really appreciate. Okay, sure. Did you see the one I think just came out with the uh, Prisoners of Ghostland, a ghost town? Yeah, Bill Mosley. Yeah. It's so good. How good is that fucking movie? I know. Oh my God. Can I we talk it. about that movie instead of this fucking movie with the fucking Brooklyn Gorilla? <laughs> All right, so we wake up in uh, and a horny monkey. Korea. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> you remember that guy who was strapped to the front of the car and I think he was on fire? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Bill Mosley. Am I right? Uh, <laughs> oh, my goodness. Excuse me. Yeah, so anyway, yeah, uh, too much yeast in that beer. Yeah, right. It's even better the second time. Uh, so yeah, she starts talking about, hey, maybe Doctor Zavor can uh, is able to help you get a, another boat ride out of here because he's always getting supplies and stuff. Yeah, she said, there's another white man on the island. Yeah, <laughs> maybe he'll be your white savior too. Yeah, <laughs> he has a ham radio. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, more Sammy being chased, and uh, <laughs> he starts directing stock footage like, get out of here, get out of here. You see like giraffes. Running. Oh yeah. You two, get out of here. Water buffalo. Well, also, I think back then, forget, don't forget, people probably don't see these animals all the time. So that was like a big draw. The movie sucks, but you get to see a giraffe. Yeah, yeah, I can see it. Yeah, but uh, yeah, so he's running and he like hides uh, in a totem, like, you know, doing a silly face at the top of the totem pole. Uh, and of course, <laughs> Saloma's not uh, mm. not fooled by it. So he, it's uh, Gilligan's Island style humor. Yeah. Yeah, so she uh, knocks him with a coconut on the head, throws over her shoulder, and carries him away. No, I don't <laughs> pretty much, but you know, he's kicking and she, screaming. He wakes up screaming while she's pegging him from behind over and over with that totem pole. Yeah. Oh, yeah. This will teach you to run. Anyway. <laughs> and uh, meanwhile, we see Duke and the princess, you know, they're chatting or whatever, and uh, Duke basically corners her up against a tree and kisses her. And I'm like, uh, aggressive? <laughs> <laughs> no, see, she went to college in America, so this is nothing unusual. Oh, yeah, true, true. Yeah. All right. So, yeah, I guess uh, the next day they end up going to Dr. Zabor's castle and uh, we're introduced to uh, Chula. <laughs> uh, Tim, how would you describe Chula? Uh, this ha- He had to be like a wrestler or something, right? He's like a uh, a poor man's tour. Yeah, he looked like he was, especially the first couple shots. I swear to God. Oh, but wait a second, this happened before that movie. So he, wait, Tor is a poor man, is a poor Chulo. Right, poor yeah. man's Chula. Chula, not Chulo. That's going to get you back. No, <laughs> <laughs> I'll say, uh, Steve, though, like this would be you compared to any actor or actress. They yeah. come up to like your mid thigh. Yeah. <laughs> Tom Cruise be like eye level to my pocket or something. Yeah, he's you... eye level to everybody's pocket. Who is it you said you met? Uh, Selena Gomez or somebody who was super tiny? Oh, Selma Hayek. Selma Hayek. Yeah. <laughs> she what came up to your dick? She, very petite. <laughs> if he's lucky, she did. Right. <laughs> Were you the one was, who was going to have to get on your knees? It, right? it was like within eight feet. It was like, oh, what's happening? <laughs> just like no, magnetic no. pull. Don't chase her. <laughs> Down boy. Down boy, you're as big as her head. <laughs> so, yeah, so the uh, Chula is like the butler or whatever, brings him in, introduces him to nice Dr. Acula. He's got yeah. a knife that he never uses, right? He has yeah. in his belt buckle a knife, doesn't he? Oh, Duke? Oh, Chula? No, not Duke. Chula. 
Chulo. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to keep saying Chulo. Oh, my God. Yeah, I thought he was going to, like, pull that out later and, you know, try to kill somebody. But no. Yeah, it's Chekhov's knife. He just carries it around to be menacing. Yeah. It's there for, you know, coconuts and whatnot. Coconut? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, so they meet meet Dr. Acula, um, a.k.a. Dr. Zabor. And they call out Dracula, too, by the way, which is, like, got to be really a smack in the face to Bella Lugosi, right? He looks just like the guy from the movies who likes to suck necks. Ah! Now, guys, we remember from Tango and Cash, we're like, this guy thinks he's Rambo. Rambo is a pussy. It happens, you know. <laughs> I don't know. It's, it's what people know Bella for. What else are they say? Uh, I like just gotta really be like, he's got to be like saying to himself, Jesus Christ, I need some fucking morphine. <laughs> God, where's my morphine? have it ready for me (laughs) Uh, but he he, uh, dr zabor is like oh yeah sure i can uh use my radio to signal somebody just uh stay a few days and uh yes the next boat doesn't come for two months but we can definitely try and call someone you can stay in my house for free and we also uh see that uh, the doctor really likes the princess and i was like oh boy yeah, right. And he's really fucking creeping on her. <laughs> and then, oh, yeah. He starts like showing them the lab or whatever. And they got like the little chimpanzees in cages. Yeah. And that's and... when we find out she's his assistant. So she went to yeah. college for science, no less. Yes. Yeah. She went to <laughs> science school. <laughs> you know, to go back to some random island in the South Pacific to work for somebody 80 years older than you and possibly immortal. I don't know. Yeah. And it was like he's not trying to come up with like something like we can help your people with like their crops. It can like, you know, like uplift your people a little bit from the life that they're living now. No, he wants to turn. Well, I don't want to spoil it. Let's wait till we get to the big reveal of what he's trying to do. Yeah, but the yeah, title yeah. might give it away. Yeah. Well, yeah, you mentioned something about, you know, he starts like explaining evolution and his new formulas to help growth and stuff. I don't know, some gibberish. Yeah, I was really surprised they were talking about Darwin and evolution in this movie, too. Right? Oh, God. And there's the scene where it's like, oh, yeah, these are my guinea pigs. Like, really? They look like monkeys to me. Uh... Yeah, buddy. (laughs) Because comedy. I think what we should do is for the like the betterment of the podcast and for everybody listening is let's just not talk about his jokes. <laughs> <laughs> we could talk about how stupid it is and how he doesn't deliver the jokes well, but none of those jokes are worth repeating. No. <laughs> but 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 Tim, we want to get the full experience here. Wait, wait, let me give you the full experience. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, we can stop. I know my cat was going crazy when he was ever fucking talk whenever he was talking. All of my cats just stared at me like I'm shaking on yeah. a mouse. <laughs> Two like, of them went into heat. <laughs> so yeah, so we meet Ramona, who's uh, his, I guess his main chimp. Um, oh, and, she, yeah, baby. and she wants to play. And uh, <laughs> There's something wrong with that chimp's face, right? Oh, I think it's just because she's a baby chimp. Is it? Because I don't know. It kind of... I can't really put my opposing uh, digit on it for some reason, but <laughs> can't put your opposable digit on it. Yeah, yeah I, I think it's just she. She's like a baby chimp. Okay. Also, I think she was like three baby chimps. 
Yeah, because she kind of had like a blank look on her face. And then I was like, oh, no, man, that's because they fucking drugged the monkey up. So I mean, they probably they wanted, also right? drugged the monkey because there's definitely a scene where Sammy Petrillo is about to get bit in fucking half by oh, a monkey. Yeah. Oh, I was so hoping he was going to rip his fucking face off. Right. You can tell this monkey does not want to be handled. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We'll, well, we'll bring that up because I have that written down and oh. circled. Uh, <laughs> Oh yeah, we're also introduced to like the I guess the local cop or sheriff or whatever, Pepe Gordon Gordo. And I'm like, all right, he might come into the movie later. Fat Pepper? Yeah, right. <laughs> My name's Sheriff Fat Pepper. Yeah. In the uh I, I don't know, the princess is sad that Duke and Sammy might be leaving, and I'm like, why? Let him go, walk away. Well, it's <laughs> different dick. Yeah, yeah, I guess the dick she's not related to. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. Or is that a Bella Lugosi? Bella Lugosi, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, what happens? Oh, yeah, Sammy gets locked in the lab with Ramona for some reason. Okay, you know what's really fucking crazy? And I didn't realize this until the movie was almost over. The name of this monkey is Ramona, right? Yeah. yeah. What's the name of our college-educated princess? Pomona. Yeah. I'm like, oh. <laughs> yeah, and at one point they're calling her Nona. Like, no, get the fuck out of here, man. Don't tell me they're gonna turn her into the fucking gorilla or something like that. Oh shit. Yeah, I I I never I all only have written down princess. I never caught the princess. Oh name. yeah, she's Pomona. I I thought for sure one of the twists was going to be that Ramona was actually the princess and the white girl was not related. (laughs) Yeah, see, that makes more sense. He's holding a hostage. Right? (laughs) Some sort of weird thing. All right. Okay. This movie's in public domain by now, right? We can do a remake. Oh, shit. Jason Statham meets a Brooklyn gorilla. Oh, shit. Oh, yeah. yeah who like, would fuck be it. Nicholas modern... Cage. The, yeah, was oh, is Nicholas no, Cage or modern no, day Bela Lugosi? No, Bruce Willis is. Uh, no, because Bela oh. actually gave a shit. Did he? Yeah, but they're in a movie for about the same time as Bruce Willis. This is an hour and 14 minute movie, Izzy. And Bela Lugosi is in this movie more than Bruce Willis is in a two-hour and 14-minute movie that he's starring in. Ooh, yeah. guys, I got it. Gary Busey meets a Brooklyn gorilla. Uh, no, because Gary Busey probably end up fucking the gorilla. That's, what, what's that's your point, true. Tim? Yeah, okay, yeah, that's true. <laughs> you, you guys are saying that like it's not a selling point. <laughs> Sorry, that is Gary a selling Busey point, yes. blanks a, a Brooklyn gorilla. <laughs> but this time he puts a helmet on his head. Uh, so that night uh ramona escapes from the cage or whatever and uh and we we get a scene where we see a chimp like sneaking past the doctor while he's like reading the newspaper or some shit oh yeah no this fucking chimp is on the prowl she's got the smell of his crotch in her fucking nostrils that's it it's going back to primitive times she's tracing him by her with her eyes closed She's a rape ape at this point. She's got a hat. Well, later on, the rape ape is going to show up again, too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, but yeah, so she like sneaks up the stairs, goes up into Sammy's bedroom, and just lies next to him. And uh, her and hand creeps passes. underneath the covers. And he's like, yeah. wow, you really can use a tool. We might have to redefine you according to science. <laughs> But yeah, basically they wake up the next morning. Sammy's like, "Hey, what are you doing?" And takes her back to the lab. And uh, 
Well, at some point he's like, Duke, Duke, is that you? And I'm like, how many times are you and Duke Mitchell in the same bed together sleeping? Which, look, there's nothing wrong with that at all. Two friends sleeping in a bed together, right? But for them to be snuggling where, yeah. you got to find companionship in another. This hairy fucking smelly thing is snuggling up there. And you're like, Duke, Duke, is that you? Sometimes when you pull into the wrong porch, you got to go up the right slip. That's right. They did fall out of the airplane, and they've been on that island for a long, long time. Long enough to grow those beards. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, this is the scene where uh, Sammy Petrillo starts singing a lullaby to Ramona, and as I've written down, that chimp is going to eat him. Oh, that chimp is as angry at him singing as the rest of us are angry at like listening to him. Okay, Izzy, yeah. You just said that when you made that fucking mock sound to him, all your cats looked at you, right? Yes. Imagine doing something like that in front of a fucking primate that can rip your face off, right? Oh God, That's all like they had to be dr- they had to be fucking drugging this fucking monkey. They busted in the Bella's fucking trailer, took his fucking morphine out and shot that monkey up, and the monkey still wanted to kill that motherfucker. That the bitch is in my stash. <laughs> <laughs> There's all these coarse hairs all over my needles. What the fuck? <laughs> Oh my god. Uh like and I, I did have this like visceral like oh my god I'm about to watch a guy like get let lose his face to an ape on screen mm-hmm. in lighthearted comedy. So that's why he never started anything else. I had the same like that same feeling of anxiety as I did the entire movie Roar. Oh yeah. Yeah, you know that just or or like uh in the scenes with Shockma in Shockma where it's just like, oh that animal is out of its mind. Oh, it's trying to get through the fucking door because they yeah. got the fucking the other one in heat on the other side of the door. Oh my god. Yeah. That's a fucking Hitchcock move, right? How do you get the monkey really pissed off? Yeah. That's literally a baboon going ape shit. <laughs> yeah. By the way, coming next week. Yes! <laughs> oh, shit. Thanks for giving me the short end of the fucking monkey stick. Hey, you had your pick. Uh, I think somebody just picked it before you got to, you did. Uh, oh, yeah. So then we, uh, you know, Duke and the princess, they're, they're getting along. So uh, she invites him to have dinner with her father, the chief. And mm-hmm. hijinks ensue. Uh, well, yeah, because she tells uh, Duke at this point, Dukey, you know, uh, the professor really didn't like the way you were. Oh, no, he says to her, I didn't like the way the professor was looking at you sometimes tonight. And she goes, well, the professor didn't like the way you were looking at me tonight. I'm like, okay, so she knows what's going on, right? Yeah. Oh, I like at this point, I'm like, oh, okay. So, yeah, she's like. She she's either in love with the professor or he's got her like brainwashed. Either way, she's working for the professor. Dookie, you Look, can move on. No. Duke is her dick out. <laughs> right? That's what it is. It's her dick out of there. Her dick ride out of off of that fucking island. She's got a college education. She knows, you know, what's going on in the world. She's stuck back at home speaking fucking gibberish with 18 people who speak in 18 different gibberish languages at the same time. <laughs> And she's got this old man fucking sweating on her left and right. Which, you know what, Bella? If this is the chick that's your dream girl and you're like 45 years older than her, tell Cholo to put a shirt on. Don't let him walk around like that in yeah, front right. of her all the time. <laughs> this big fucking muscle-bound guy. <laughs> <laughs> he really doesn't know what he's doing, Bella. He kind of sucks at this whole thing. Yeah. Oh, that's how uh, I had to get poor- it. Poor Bella with his morphine addiction. He can't focus on chicks. 
right? Well, he's going to oh, worry man. about de-evolutionizing people. Damn, I mean, yeah. what? Maybe I can turn him a chip into my next mate. Yeah. Uh, see, yeah, the logic what uh, happens with that is a little bit beyond me, but you know, I'm not a professor. Uh, but yeah, so uh, during dinner, the princess and uh, Duke, they excuse themselves and uh, the doctor kind of gives Trula like the follow them kind of eyes. And so he does. And I just love how like nobody else at the dinner table realized half the people at the table just casually left. Oh, yeah, no, Steve, you're right. This dude is fucking nodding off. Okay. Because if he doesn't realize that they're doing the old let's fuck in the bathroom move, yeah. where <laughs> laughing and looking around everybody, she gets up and goes out one door. What, 10 seconds later, Duke gets up and goes out the other door. I'm like, come on. You yeah. really have to be high on morphine not to realize what's going on. Right. And then Chula leaves. And then Sammy leaves and Saloma leave. And it's like, okay, now it's just like the chief. The well, no, no, because and... Sammy even spells it out because she's whispering. And she's like, what? What? You're going to go out one door and I'm going to go out the other door? All right. Yeah, so then, uh, yeah, Princess and Duke, they uh, start chatting about getting married. And I'm like, what? God damn it. You've known each other like eight hours. Calm down. <laughs> But, it's the uh, dick out. Yeah, but he's uh he's got a little present for her. Wait, did she give him the she necklace? gives him the present? Yeah, that's right, that's right. She gave him the necklace, that's right. Yeah, because in his crazy culture, he gives a woman a gift, but in their culture, she gives him the gift. And then he's like, as a matter of fact, I've got a necklace for you too, young lady. Zip. Pearl. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, instead he starts singing to her, he's have written down skip. <laughs> his songs are completely unmemorable. And if it wasn't for his songs, this movie would be what eighty minutes long, well, like like fifty something minutes. If you take out the dance number and his two songs, one of which he sings, I think three times, it's like yeah, yeah, yeah. We're do I? Do I? Do I? Oh, boy. <laughs> baby, 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 I do. Yes, I'm chilling. Uh, but uh so yeah doctor chief and uh the guy with the parrot mask or i'm sorry the, the witch doctor lady with the parrot mask on they're still just drinking away and uh yeah big joke is witch doctor can't eat a banana because of the mask oh no the witch doctor is eating the banana because of the mask but they're what they're watching the little uh the little jaw flap <laughs> right <laughs> right, your cats are doing the imitation funny. of Jerry Lewis. <laughs> <laughs> See, a little later, uh, we go to the lab, and uh, Ramon is getting injected with uh, Dr. Acula's formula. Sorry, Dr. Zabor's formula. Dr. Zabor, Dr. Zabor. And, uh, and Ramona shrinks to a marmoset. <gasps> <sighs> Good transition move, though, huh? They really right? spent a ton of money on special effects. Okay. And then he's like, oh my god, if I can do this, I can change a man to a gorilla. Oh, don't can worry, you? Chula, not you. Is that what that means? <laughs> oh yeah, Chula's like, where he's like, not to me, Master, yeah, please. please. <laughs> I've been so good. I'm not, I'm not going back. Anyway. <laughs> uh, he's the, he is the logical conclusion to fucking get this vaccine to, right? Because now you got a gigantic ape that's going to probably be even bigger than your average ape. Like Megilla Gorilla, okay? <laughs> but what if he just turns into a little marmoset? He'd still be pretty big. That guy's fucking huge. Yeah. 
And then you just tell him, go kill Duke. <laughs> just snap his scrawny neck. <laughs> yeah, so the next morning, the doctor's, he's, he's all kind of surprised. He's like, ah, oh, princess, I have something to show you. And they go into the lab, and he goes to show Ramona, but <gasps> Ramona's back to full size, son of a bitch. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, what happens? Yeah, I think Duke shows up, and uh, Duke and the princess are going off to see Pepe for some reason. I forget why. I think to use the radio or i don't know use the truck or something yeah that's stupid but um oh yeah yeah uh they're they're gonna use the truck to go down to the harbor to talk to somebody wait yeah. there's a truck on this island yeah yeah i think the cop guy pepe gordo or whatever cats oh, like oh yeah or something yeah they were going to see him but then like halfway there uh the princess is like oh wait i forgot something i've got to go back he's like Okay, cool. I'll just wait out here in the middle of the jungle doing nothing. Nothing can go wrong, yeah. Yeah. Uh, immediately getting snagged by Chula. <laughs> and uh, He cracks his head in that tree, but good. Yeah. yeah. And then, yeah, Sammy shows up and the princess leaves with him and they both go looking for du- Dookie. I don't know. Uh, but Dookie's brought into the lab and they, uh, you know, shoot him up with a syringe or whatever. Yeah, they like strip him and throw him in a cage too, and I'm like, but hey. they cover him up, which I thought was really nice. I'm like, come on, you're a doctor, you've seen some dick before. You're not going to cover him up. Yeah. You've seen plenty of Dookie in your day, right? <laughs> but uh, yeah. you saw Dookie's Hauser. Oh, that's right. The princess and Sammy they find the necklace there in the jungle, and they're like. Oh, he must, maybe he uh, maybe he went to Pepe without us. Let's go see. Yeah, okay. Boop, 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 boop. Um, but yeah, basically they shoot up uh, Dookie and he turns to a gorilla. Uh-huh. <gasps> oh my God, what happened? Which, okay, I'm sorry. What was it with this time where this was the standardized gorilla costume, right? Because it was there like one gorilla costume floating around Hollywood. And Obviously, every movie two, and TV show in- had to use it. Oh yeah, well, well, do we see them? The- Wait, hold on. Do we see them in the same shot at the same time? Yes, they're both running oh. down the same path. Okay, yes. Okay, yes. That's. I have a note. I have a red ink joke about that part where the two of them meet up. So don't let me forget. Uh, but really, what is it? TV shows. I think even like almost up until like fucking Trading Places, the well, fucking gorilla costumes are pretty much the same. I mean, Planet of the Apes was a little, little. Yeah, well, I mean, look, that's thing, that. But... Yeah, that in two thousand and one. But you're talking like Oscar-winning fucking movies yeah, that really yeah. put money into budgets. This is like, get me a gorilla. I want a gorilla, and that's this fucking suit that showed up everywhere. Well, you know, you got it around. You only got to make one. <laughs> yeah, well, so like I know, like after Planet of the Apes, and especially the TV show, um, they made like hundreds and hundreds of like ape masks and hands. And they had like lower quality ones for just like the guys walking around in the background. Yeah, background shots. Yeah, shit like yeah, that. Yeah, and those are like apparently still like going around Hollywood for background like monkey stuff. That's probably, I think that's might be what they use in the Howling too, right? Yep, that's yep. exactly it. Yeah. yeah. See, I know shit about movies. Oh, yeah. <laughs> He's got fun facts, super fun facts, because fun, fun facts. Later. No, Take that, Dookie. You're not the only one with the song you can sing four times. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so yeah the princess and sammy come back like oh gosh we can't find duke and uh uh the professor or sorry the doctor is like 
Oh yeah, look, I turned uh, Ramona into a gorilla. I'll be rich, rich as Nazis. And uh, <laughs> so Doctor and the Princess, um, the, the, the doctor is like, oh yes, I'll, I'll look for Dookie with you. Okay. <laughs> We're going to go look for Dookie. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, that's right. Just and, uh, don't step in it. Yeah, meanwhile, uh, Sammy, he's left behind there in the lab. And, uh, you know, he's talking to Gorilla Duke. Yeah, basically they're they're like trying to play charades or whatever and i'm like oh god make this scene end all right first of all sammy as soon as a gorilla tries to play charades with you that should be your first tip off that it's not your average gorilla right there's something else going on here maybe it's a super smart gorilla yeah but he actually gets past the part where (laughs) yeah well this gorilla doesn't have a fucking little uh fucking uh nintendo power play glove on that can translate shit but the fucking gorilla actually like gives him like come here and then he's holding up three things because the charade thing is three words and the first word oh, is three words, three words okay okay oh, God. uh a uh, head no no uh i i i mm. ooh, ooh, okay that's the first word uh, yeah it goes on for like five fucking minutes yep and then uh, it, it's better than another song though well, well, they, they, yeah, Sammy, I think gets like distracted or something, like wanders away, and he, that's where he finds like Ramona, you know, passed out in the closet or whatever. Yeah, and he's and like, like, wait a second, if you're Ramona, what's he over? Who? What? what what's wait, going what? on? Why are and now this gorilla sings? You, Ramona? Yeah, the gorilla sings, and that's how he knows it's Duke because he can't <laughs> yeah. sing either. In Christ, yeah, Dukey, uh <sighs> he starts singing like, "I love you." that's the only song dookie knows that's gotta be dookie all right here's how my mind works i'm a gorilla right but i have some enough mental ability to be able to play charades correct yeah i'm gonna take a shit and i'm gonna write on the walls it's me dookie (laughs) okay that's it dookie get it (laughs) see dookie oh shit he wrote in dookie oh Oh, I got it now. <laughs> I, I think that was going to be the the third word because we got the I am, and then he was going to like shit in his hand and hold it up. Dookie, just wait. Was the second dookies. word am? Was the second word am? Because I was like, what the fuck is he doing? Yeah, I I, I don't know. <laughs> I I got the I all, part right. All I know is Sammy was saying like ham slam gam jam yeah because the second word is supposed to be a sounds like so this fucking gorilla also knows the sign for sounds like in serrates yeah obviously like duke starts singing and sammy's like oh shit we gotta get you out of here uh chula gets in the way but gets fucking knocked out by gorilla duke (laughs) oh yeah he punches him because he's pinching the old man's fucking liquor cabinet which they're like wow way to go chula (laughs) Oh yeah, he's like sipping brandy out of a sifter. Also, yeah, <laughs> that's why he has a knife. He uses the knife to jimmy the lock on the liquor cabinet. Oh shit, that makes sense. So yeah, then now there's like the whole village is like doing a search party for Dookie, and uh... we are looking for Dookie. Meanwhile, okay, so Gorilla Duke and Sandy go up into their the the room they've been sleeping in in the castle, like upstairs, and are just pacing back and forth. And I'm like, oh man, yeah. what are we gonna do, Duke? I can't take you back to New York looking like this. Look, we can live next to the Bronx Zoo, right? Yeah. Well, then Sammy has the smartest thing he says the entire movie. Oh, yeah, we can just have you go on tour as a singing gorilla. And I'm like, that's not a bad idea. I bet. Yeah, right? Come on. 
<laughs> yeah, but uh, eventually Chula, he like wakes up and tells the doctor that, you know, Ramona is loose, wink, wink. And so the doctor's like, oh yes, uh, Ramona's been turned to a gorilla. So if you see her, feel free to kill her. Yeah, shoot on sight. And don't believe anything that she says. <laughs> anything she says or sings. Right. Yes. So, that gorilla's uh, gonna sing like a canary. <laughs> yeah, so gorilla Duke, he's he's angry because he's a gorilla and he's like just yelling in the jungle now. Um and of course that attracts the other gorilla on this island. Okay, now here's the point where I'm like breaking down. Like, wait a second, there's other fucking gorillas on the island. Nobody really? told Duke or Sammy, like, hey, be careful going back and forth on the island because there's gorillas running around. <laughs> yeah, apparently. So, <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. He was screaming, uh, uh, Duke or whatever was screaming up in the bedroom or whatever. And so, this other gorilla like goes to the castle, starts climbing up the walls, sneaks yep. into the window. Mm -hmm. And that's and where we see gorillas in the mist of fucking. <laughs> now, actually, before that happens, because yeah, I was expecting a little rape, ape rape. Um, dude, dude that's a male gorilla, right? It's a male gorilla. Is it? The uh, the other gorilla, the see that was the other thing too. Is back then what they would do is they would let you know which one was supposed to be a male gorilla and which one was supposed to be the female gorilla by the way that they acted. And that gorilla that's coming after Duke is acting like a male gorilla. He's the alpha. Yeah, he's going to show Duke. Yeah, but uh, luckily Duke just kind of like runs away him a new tune. And, is, and is like fuck this and like hides behind the door or something. So uh, Sammy comes out and he's like, oh, Duke, blah, blah, blah. And of course the gorilla's like, and Sammy like slaps him a few times for some reason. Completely out of character, except for that one, you know, now that I think back on it, wait, Sammy's shown his true colors already. Because that part where Duke leaves Sammy to go to meet the princess and Sammy's going to stay there because he's eating breakfast. Sammy closes the door and Sammy throws a fucking plate at that door, right? Oh, yeah. That's that's a real fucking aggressive move, right? Yeah. So, and now at the end of the movie, Sammy's showing his true colors again. He's like, listen to me, do quit and get you taken care of. Stop acting like Smacks that. Smacks that fucking gorilla right in the face. Oh, yeah. But then uh, but then Duke starts like, you know, hey. <laughs> and uh, Sammy turns Let's around. Let's play charades. Two the, words. Two words, run. Wait. <laughs> and we get the whole Sammy doing the, oh, I think I'm seeing double here. And then, and then, Duke and this starts... is where we get the ape rape. <laughs> yeah. Well, Duke starts singing again, just to be like, it's me. Yeah. <laughs> and the ape is like, wow, wait, there's music too. This is really romantic. Oh, she can sing. I mean, yeah, he must be wanting it. Look, he turned the, he played, he's playing gorilla love music. He'd use this other guy here to mop up afterwards. Yeah, it's <laughs> so yeah, they run as they should. And uh, of course, the, the girls chase him behind them and they run past Chula and the doctor. And yeah, the doctor like gets a rifle or something. And it's, yeah, it's where like in the jungle, yeah, the other ape starts really groping Duke. And I'm like, mm -hmm. uh, somebody, somebody end this quickly, please. <laughs> Let's get that musk all over him. 
And, and I like how Duke has like a moment where he's like, I don't know, questioning his sexuality or something, and then he runs away. Look, it's like you know, it's like one of those uh, sw- uh, swap uh, body swaps, but it's like you know, it's a gorilla. Eh, you know, look, does it really count? We're in the jungle. I'm not in my home country. There's lots I mean, of things you got to really, take into consideration. Yeah, who's who's really gonna judge me in this situation, right? <laughs> and if anybody judges me, I can just rip the head off because I'm a gorilla. Yeah, but uh, but Sammy, he's of course keeps running. He goes to the village and he's like telling everybody, like, "Oh my God, the the Duke, he's a, he's a gorilla now," and blah blah blah. And, oh, uh, this is where I heard the princess uh, Novo, I, I guess was her name, right? Yeah, I think this is right because, like I said, it's almost right at the end of the movie where they say her name like that. I'm like, wait, what a second? Her name is Nona, and we got a Ramona as a monkey. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. But uh, yeah, everybody's like, oh yeah, I totally understand. Cool, let's do it. Uh, but then the doctor shows up and he's like, step aside, I'm gonna shoot this bitch. <sighs> but then Sammy jumps in the way. No, not my friend. Ah, even. And roll credits, guys. What do we think of Bell Lugosi meets a Brooklyn? Oh wait, nope. There's more. Yeah, there's ah! more. Yeah. Uh, Tim, what happens? Uh, well. I don't know about you, but I was lucky enough to put Pink Floyd Dark Side of the Moon on right at the beginning of this movie. Yeah. And let me tell you, it fucking matches up perfectly. It's almost like it's the Wizard of Oz. <laughs> I can't yeah. believe I can't. They have the nerve to rip off Dean Martin and Jerry Lewis, and now they're going to rip off the ending to Wizard of Oz. Yep. Because uh, Dookie's waking up Sammy like, Sammy, ah. Sammy, wake up. Wake up. We got to go Sammy, on stage. Wake up. We're about to do a show. Wake up, In Passaic, New Jersey, no less. Yeah. Oh, man, I had to dream, Dookie. Oh, my God. And you with it? And you with it? We start seeing, like, the chief is, like, yeah. in a suit. Uh, uh, Nona is a showgirl, right? Yeah, Rocket Pepe is the waiter. The... We, we see Saloma waiting for him. And, yeah, Saloma's his girlfriend, right? His main squeeze. Yeah. And I'm like, see, not so bad, right? <laughs> no, because I think that G means that he wants to break up with Sonoma. Yeah, oh, it's his uh, his uh, inner inner monologue. Or, I don't know. His, uh... Well, because in real life, he's with her, and they look like they're supposed to be like a boyfriend, girlfriend, husband, or wife thing, right? Yeah. yeah. And in like, his dream, all he wants cases. to do is get away, yeah. Right? Yeah, but uh, yeah, I don't know. They go up on stage, do a couple bad jokes, sing four words, and da 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 da. The end. Yeah, how the fuck do you get on stage and start doing like the last verse of a song? Yeah, yeah, like their entire performance is I don't know, of forty-two seconds. Yeah. <laughs> well, make make way for the gorilla act coming out. Yeah, right. <laughs> ah, but yeah. That's uh, that's Bela Lugosi meets a Brooklyn gorilla. Uh, Tim, would you recommend this movie? Nope. <laughs> Watch the trailer. All you need of this movie is seeing the trailer, right? Everything in the, everything good. Well, good. Like it's everything you need to know about this movie is in that fucking trailer. Everything visually interesting is in the trailer. And that ain't saying much. Yeah. But you, babe. Oh my God! No, you bet your eardrums will explode. <laughs> All right, guys. Take that from Edith's bunker. I'm going to be a little controversial here. 
this is not as bad as I thought it was going to be. I mean, it's pretty bad. Don't get me wrong. Dude, but you're drunk. I don't... <laughs> Look, I watch a lot of bad movies. So... Yeah. I, Steve, having said that, I would watch this again before I had to watch uh, was the Born to be a Porn Star again. Oh. Bucky Larson. Bucky Larson, yeah. Or uh, Ghosts of Sherwood or uh, uh, yeah. Gem and the Holograms. Oh, God. Ooh. And movie. it is an hour and 14 minutes. So that's yeah, a, yeah, that's it, a plus, it is, right? It yeah. has the goddamn self-respect to be short. It is <laughs> thankfully brief. So and you can skip over all the musical parts, right? And that makes it, that makes it like you said, like 54 minutes maybe. Yeah. Yes. Well, and guys, I, I mean, okay, compared to, you know, like Citizen Kane and like Hitchcock movies and stuff back in the 50s, like, is it as good as those? Of course not. If you compare it to, I don't know, Beach Blanket Babylon and all the other <laughs> bullshit they were pumping out in the 50s on $20 yeah. budgets, it's not that bad. You know, you got a point because is it really any worse than like an Abbott Kinsella movie at this point or a hey, Jesse James like meets Kinsella. Frankenstein? Yeah, I mean, it, it's that same kind of thing. Just Oh, I hate, I hate well. Abbott Kinsella. I fucking really? hate them. There, look, that who's our first thing is comic gold okay it is like one of the best fucking setup jokes ever with everything how they work that through but i remember as a kid watching this show on tv in reruns of course i'm not that old mm -hmm. and there was one episode where they were doing it where bud abbott was just continuously smacking costello in the face over because <laughs> that was like one of the things that they would do he'd smack him like hey so but i mean like if I counted it, it was maybe like a hundred times throughout the whole fucking half an hour show. And it just got me so fucking infuriated. I'm like, kick him in the fucking balls, rip his fucking head off, do something, Lou. But yeah, Stand I can't say except for have mm. some goddamn self-respect. Yeah. Yeah, I won't lie. I didn't really ever watch the show. I mostly watched the movies, like Abbott Costello mm. meet the wolf man and stuff. Yeah, I'm wondering if it's probably I wonder if that's even streaming anywhere. The original app and Costello shows because yeah. that was like fucking, I think, even like before the honeymooners. Yeah, yes, it was. Yeah, 40s and 50s, I think. Yeah. Let's see, Abbott and. But, oh, Jesus Christ, I still remember that episode. It gets me fucking pissed off the way he just kept smacking him in the fucking face. Oh, uh, let's see. It looks like some of them are on Amazon Prime. Oh, okay. For, for that means I can uh, not illegally watch them someplace else. Hey. Right? Oh, Meat TV's got them. Oh, okay. Uh, oh shit, they're on Tubi. Ooh. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna go through all of them on Tubi tonight, and by tomorrow I will find that episode and I will send you both a screenshot of him just smacking Lou the fuck the hell. <laughs> Listen, guys, watch fucking Tubi. You can find all sorts of amazing shit on there. Everybody... It is so good. Yes. Like if we had to cancel every subscription service right now, Tubi would like yeah. fill that void. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, Tubi is like what Netflix originally was. Yes, we, we would rename ourselves everything I learned from Tubi. Yes, we would. <laughs> <laughs> Can you get sued for doing that now? Well, we'll find out. No, because they have to send us a cease and desist first. Okay, right. <laughs> and then we just do it to be with T O O B I or some shit like that. It's everything called the loophole, motherfucker. Everything I learned from to be or not to be. <laughs> yeah, indeed. Well, on that note, uh, we'll take a quick commercial break. <gasps> uh, but when we come back, mm. we have more beer. <gasps> Fun facts. What? 
and what we learned from Bella Gosey meets a Brooklyn gorilla. <laughs> hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Things have been a little dull for Mike Everyman. It's tough to find the right woman with my weird schedule at the zoo. Have you tried a bar or an app or something? I'm not going to find the right girl at a bar or some creepy dude online. But things all changed when Mike met the girl of his dreams. Wow, she's a doctor, travel the world, poet. We chatted online for hours and it's like she can see into my soul. It's just, I haven't been able to find a picture of her. Sounds like you're getting catfished, bro. Oh man, she wants to meet. I'll go with you, you know, in case things get weird. Now, Mike's whole world is about to get turned every which way but loose. Are you Sesame Cake 9-5? Amy. Hello, Michael. Amy. Damn. She's too much woman for you, bro. You never told me you were a supermodel. <laughs> Amy. Pretty. Gorilla. Look around your world, pretty baby. Is it everything you hoped it be? Amy, I'm a little intimidated to meet your parents. So they're both doctors? Hi, I'm Dr. Peter Elliott, and this is my husband, Dr. Richard Elliott. Hello. Oh, Amy, you never told me you were adopted. Step right up, step right up, test your strength. How about you, little lady? Amy, strong. Whoa, that's one mighty Joan Young you got there. What did you say? Michael, no. Amy, handle. Coming this Valentine's Day, fall in love with Brian Tyree Henry. Amy, I don't believe I've met your friend here. Margot Robbie. <laughs> Hi, I'm Harley. That's my name too. Tom Holland. Amy, can, can I kiss you? An international superstar, Amy. Amy, one kiss. April Fool's Day. Not the horror one. Directed by Gary Marshall. Not Frank Marshall. Like Congo. Hi, this is Ernie Hudson, Winston Zedmore from Ghostbusters, from Oz, The Hand That Rocks, The Cradle of the Crow, Grayson, Frankie, uh, Monroe Kelly, and Congo. Your great white hunter, though I happen to be black. Steve, Izzy, just want to give you a shout out and let you know to someone you are truly loved and appreciated. You truly are amazing. If anyone has the tools and the talent, it's you. <laughs> just keep having fun, stay healthy, safe, and of course always, keep on busting. And we're back. Oh my God, Steve, those are the greatest ads that I've ever added in the history of adding. Oh, she's on it. Makes it better every week. Right. Ah, oh, babe. Steve. I don't know about you. Yeah. I need a fucking drink. <laughs> Just destroyed the brain cells that remember this movie. Yep. Bigger <laughs> the better. Tones. Well, lucky, lucky you. We have from Uinta Brewing, barley wine. 
ale. <laughs> this is 9.5% alcohol by volume. Damn. <laughs> Fuck. Forget the map. Pack the Uinta. I would say still pack a map, especially if you're yeah. packing Uinta. Yeah, especially if you're going to be getting drunk on your hike. Right. Uh, and this is a collaboration with Ketos Brewing, who uh, of course. we uh, are big fans of here on this podcast, both Utah breweries. So I'm going to pop this top. Oh, my top. Nice. <laughs> and the pour. Oh, yeah. Nice light brown color. Mm-hmm. Yeah, kind of surprisingly light. Yeah. I'm used to I'm used ooh. to the Bigfoot barley wine, which is always like super, super dark. But ooh, that smells like raisiny. Mm. Yeah. And a little bit of hoppy. A little roast and notes. Roasty yeah. notes, a little bit of bourbon note on there. Ooh, yeah. That aroma. Yeah, you're right with like the like raisiny date kind of bourbony. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, just delicious. Sneaky like, at nine and a half percent too. Like it's very kind of malt forward, but right, man. If fruitcake tasted like this, I would get drunk on fruitcake. Damn, oh, yeah, bro. Just <laughs> How big is a can? It's a little twelve ounce it. one. Ah, yeah, damn, a... almost ten percent alcohol. That shit will get you. Yeah, right. It's yeah. like like three shots worth in there, you know. <laughs> yeah, see, Tim, you said you're simple in your uh, your beer choices. I think you need to explore barley wines. Uh, yeah, but see, I'm also I'm also smoking at the same time. So if I drink barley uh, wine, it was ten percent alcohol, and I was smoking sour diesel at the same time. Do you know how many see, times we've been talking about gorilla pussy throughout this whole fucking episode? <laughs> see, he smoked away his taste buds. That's why uh, he can, that's why he enjoys cores. That's why he gets the sparkly water. Okay. Yeah, yeah. No, once I stopped smoking cigarettes, that's why I couldn't believe. Holy shit! This was I stopped drinking coffee once I stopped smoking cigarettes. It's like, wait, coffee tastes like this. <laughs> Dear Lord, what have I been drinking? So do you still get your caffeine fix in the morning or did you give it all up? Pretty much gave it all up because uh, I would drink like maybe on a good day, maybe at least two cups on a bad day. I could be up to like maybe five, six cups of coffee a day. Right. And I just really, once I stopped smoking cigarettes, I couldn't take, I couldn't stand the taste of it. And I even tried like different coffees. Like maybe I've been drinking the wrong coffee all this time, but I could just don't like it. You and if all I the drink, coffees, Huban, well, not uh, all the cultures. coffees, but <laughs> after like three different times, like, why am I going to keep fucking searching for something I'm going to spend eight dollars a fucking pound on? And <laughs> if I drink soda, I drink usually ginger ale, which doesn't have any caffeine in it at all. Oh. All right. <clears throat> well, would uh, either of you be interested in any fun facts? Are they of course. Fun facts? I like fun, fun facts. Fun facts. <laughs> All right, guys, Rotten Tomatoes. Mm. What do we think the critics thought of Bella Lugosi meets a Brooklyn Gorilla? Uh, Tim, is our guest, would you like to go first? 22%. Is he? Oh, I don't think the critics think of this movie, but if they were to, I'm going to go with my super generous 17%. 33% with the critics. All because of Bella. All because of Bella. Yep. Uh, but what about that audience? Because nobody gives a fuck about the critics. Mm. Mm. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna. I'm gonna steal uh, Izzy's thunder. I'm gonna say 17% for the audience because I don't care how fucking high you are, unless you're on morphine and nodding off. This isn't a good movie. Izzy, 
Uh, I think the only people who are going to hunt this down are going to be the children of Sammy Petrillo and Duke. So I'm going to say 55%. They're going to use it for a paternity test. Yeah, really. Say, look. Did you enjoy this movie? <laughs> oh my God, that's my uncle up there. Audience 16%. Tim wins. Oh, nice. Yeah. When do I win? Uh, nothing. Uh, okay. Let's see. $50,000 budget. Wow, that's a lot of fucking money for that movie back then. Yeah, I mean, it was uh, the inflation. That's what, like five million. Somebody who's faster on the internet, go uh, to the inflation calculator and see what fifty grand is today <laughs> for a budget. Let's see if coffee was a nickel and now it's five dollars. Oh my god! If you could buy two gorilla outfits for a dollar fifty, you're gonna spend a whole dollar fifty on those gorilla outfits. Well, I mean, yeah, they they are used. There you go. Uh, this is the only known existing filmed recording showing Duke Mitchell and Sammy Petrillo doing their act, which was a blatant imitation of Dean Martin and Jerry Lewis. Lewis, in fact, later sued Petrillo for copying his act so closely. What uh, act? They're not together except for at the very end where literally they come out, they tell one joke, which I didn't even get the joke at the very end, and then they just go into the last four bars of a song. That's not even an act. Yeah, but but it's the, the, the ones like the, you know, the drunk playboy, the others, why am I even? Yeah. Wow. So can you can you imagine that there's motherfuckers who are like such hardcore Duke and Sammy fans that they're like, I gotta go see this movie. Why? Because it's the only fucking film footage of them together at the same time, man. There's nothing else. They broke up after this. Yeah. By the way, or one Sam of them went to jail. Sammy Petrillo was only 17 when this movie was made. Really? Yeah. Wow. So Holy yeah. shit. I would have guessed like mid 20s or something, but yeah. I would have guessed, yeah, at least like 25, 26, even maybe. Yeah. Oh, all right. This is a fun one. The original title was intended to be White Woman of the Lost Jungle. It was changed. Makes sense. Producer... That's why there's yeah. a white woman in it. It is a more fitting name, that's for sure. <laughs> Uh, but it was changed when producer Herman Cohen uh, wanted to exploit Bella Lugosi's involvement. Also, uh, I read the fun fact: uh, the director's ten-year-old son came up with the idea of Bella Lugosi meets a Brooklyn Gorilla. Apparently, that makes sense. <laughs> um, oh, however, Bella Lugosi's name never appears in the credits in the version mm. of the movie that was used. Boys from Brooklyn title screen. Presumably, the original title of Bella Lugosi Meets a Brooklyn Gorilla made a listing in the credits unnecessary, but since that was the only place his name appeared, the uh, title change meant that his name disappeared completely from the credits, as there are no cast credits at the end of the movie either. So they didn't have to pay him, because look, you're not in the movie, motherfucker. Look at the credits. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, in his research and preparation for playing Bela Lugosi and Ed Wood, Martin Landau watched this film three times stunned. Uh, it was... oh, go ahead. No, no, I, you know, I, I always say how I hate to interrupt you, but I love to interrupt you. That's why I do it. <laughs> you can see when Bela Lugosi is sitting in that chair and Duke comes home and he's like, hey, what a beautiful moon tonight. Hey, where's Sammy? And Sam, when Bela Lugosi goes, oh, he's in the laboratory with um whatever the fucking monkey's name is uh, ramona. ramona 
you can see the life is just sucking out of him as he's delivering that fucking line. And he's sitting in that chair. He looks so fucking like just tired and like, what the fuck am I doing here? Dude, you play Dracula. Yeah, but Martin Landau seeing the, the film three times, uh, he said it was so bad, quote, it made the Ed Wood films look like Gone with the Wind. Hmm. <laughs> and I feel like he really channeled uh, Bella Lugosi like from this movie in that uh, in that Ed Wood movie. Just like- yeah, I think so. Yeah, because it's really it's just like it's it's really it's like a sad, sad thing to see Bella Lugosi in this movie. And I can't believe it's still seven years away from Ed Wood's out of Planet Nine from Outer Space. Yeah. Jesus. Long, long fall from the top, I guess. <laughs> But Tim, Izzy. Yeah. What did we learn from Bella Lugosi meets a Brooklyn gorilla? Uh, Tim, would you like to go first? Uh, hmm. That uh, if you're an old creepy man, that turning somebody else into a gorilla isn't going to get you the girl. <laughs> there you go. Uh, how about you, babe? Um, I learned uh, that an entire tribal look in the jungle for Dookie. <laughs> Uh, I learned, don't fuck with Jerry Lewis's ones. <laughs> He'll end your career. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> this movie also really made pointed out how much I I dislike certain vocal tones and pitches. And, and, that, and I just, do that Harley Quinn accent all the time. Oh, my God, it's so yeah. exciting. Mm. Um, mm. And I really don't like Jerry Lewis. Uh, well, I, I don't know if I can plug another podcast that none of us here have a connection to, but there's a podcast called What a Creep, and they just did an episode about Jerry Lewis. Ah, uh, makes sense. And let me tell you, he's a creep. Yeah, or even better, you can check out the Dana Gould Hour, where he has yeah. a couple uh, yeah. tales oh, from Weirdsville he... about Jerry Lewis, and holy shit. <laughs> you know how I know that guy's name? He was the voice of Gex on the 3DO. Yeah. yeah. Lock and low, Leaping Lizard. Yeah. <laughs> Good friend of the podcast, Dana Gould. <laughs> oh, I also learned, uh, you know, maybe uh, if we could teach a gorilla like Amy or something to sing, we got a nice little show going we could go on tour with. Oh, wow. shit. No, no, no. See, first you get Duke as the gorilla singing, and then you get Amy translating it in sign language for the deaf gorillas. Oh, hell yeah. There we go. <laughs> well, Tim, thank you so much for joining us here on everything. Thank you for asking me me. back on. I'm Absolutely. always surprised when you ask me back on. I'm like, uh, I think I burned all my bridges with that show. Yeah. But then you ask me back again. Not quite yet. Well, we'll see. We'll see if we can find one. But uh, I understand you also have a podcast uh yes bloody bits bloodybits.com the horror show with uh, my friend eddie who i think is going to be on your show and candace is coming up on your show too right yeah we're talking with candace on wednesday about uh one of my favorite movies (gasps) it's link Ah! i didn't even know it existed until like two years ago and now it's one of my faves but anyway isn't that nice when you find a brand new movie like that right oh i'm sorry Uh, elizabeth shoe nude scene what? What? Wait a second. Whoa, hold on a second. What the fuck? Hold on. Oh, yeah. oh have you not oh. seen Link? No. Oh. Tim. Man, I uh, love this fucking podcast because you turned me on to fucking Jennifer Lawrence's butt-ass fucking naked. And now <laughs> Elizabeth Shue? I'm going to get yeah. to see the greatest babysitter in the world, fucking tits. Oh, and it's like the year before Adventures in Babysitting, like right after Karate Kid. It's like the movie she did in between. Oh, wait. How old is she? uh old enough i want to say okay 
<laughs> hold, hold, hold on. Let me Google real quick. <laughs> yeah, wait, hold on. You might have to edit out that okay too. Oh no. <laughs> like, oh no, Steve, don't do that. <laughs> Let's see. Elizabeth Shoe. Please be before. Oh, so, oh, okay. Yeah. She's like 20, 22, 23, I think. When this okay. Happens. All right. Good enough. Ooh. No problem, man. All right. oh, that was close. Uh, all right. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Bloodybits.com, Patreon.com. Give us money so we can uh, put out more shows. And uh, Stephen Izzy have been very nice and they granted me permission to say we're being sponsored by Manscaped, which is, you know, good for your balls, which, you know, if it's good for your balls, it's good for everybody. And if you use the code BIT20, you're going to get 20% off of anything that you order and free shipping. And well, I like the shipping is free, but the handling that's up to you. The handling is balls, surprisingly gentle, manscaped. <laughs> well, yeah, they got ball wipes, they got ball deodorant, they got something called ball toner. Let's, let me tell you, it's taking the wrinkles out of my balls. They'll take the wrinkles out and make them shine, baby. <laughs> I like to say, you only have one tool, so use the proper tool, manscaped, smooth as a baby's beanbag. <laughs> that's uh bits 20 at uh manscaped.com order yeah, yours today you <laughs> uh, babe are you on social media at all i am you can find me everywhere at untidy venus it's a goddess who's bad at housekeeping i'm on all the social media as untidy venus i have an uh yeah i have an etsy shop at untidyvenus.etsy.com where you can buy my goods and wares go buy my goods and wares Do it. uh you i also have a patreon guys i have a patreon at untidy venus for four bucks a month you can join the sticker in the month club every month you get a sticker i drew the stickers they're waterproof uv resistant super awesome so you can put them on your car or something like that they're waterproof right yeah Right? Yeah, I oh, can yeah, put them yeah, on my yeah. car, is he? Okay. Can I put them on my car? Sorry. Yes, you can put them okay. on your car. Okay. You can put Thank them on your you. water bottle. You can put them on your laptop. You can put them everywhere. Yes. Well, my laptop doesn't go wet. Well, wait, maybe, depending on what I'm watching. Well, you know. <laughs> yeah. If I'm watching that fucking Elizabeth Shoe movie coming out soon, yeah. yeah. Link. <laughs> Send me the link, Mr. Skin. <laughs> Indeed, of is that you still can a find thing? Us. Is Mr. Skin still up? Oh yeah, it's it's around, you know. Oh, it's boy. for boomers to look up time codes. <laughs> Red Sparrow. It's just two hours and fourteen minutes. That's all it says. I missed the skin. <laughs> yeah, it's like all right, twelve minutes and eight seconds to one hour forty-two minutes and fifteen <laughs> seconds, uh, and then get out of the curtains, you fucking tard. <laughs> Steve with our children. Indeed. Go. I'm going to hope that's a cat. <laughs> I said get Gordon. Anyway. No. You mean Cameron? Uh, yeah, of course, you can find us on all the major podcatchers under Everything I Learned from Movies, or hit us up directly on Twitter, Facebook, and Patreon at EILF Movies. That's Everything, Everything I, learned I Learned from Movies. And guys, I don't know if you heard, we're doing these uh, Captain Power and the Soldiers of the Future watch parties on Saturday oh. nights. Uh, well, it's every other Saturday night. So yeah, coming up, it'll be Saturday, April 9th, and then on the 23rd, 
and basically every other Saturday until we get through all 22 magnificent episodes of this post-apocalyptic live-action children's show uh, that has everything from exploding robots to people doing suicide packs and more in a post-apocalyptic future where robots have taken over the world. Oh, Damn. shit, yeah. What kind of cartoon is that shit? It's not a cartoon. It's a live action 1987 Canadian television well, series. Live that action, has loved yeah. since he was a kid. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, join us Saturday nights. Um, and yeah, again, hit us up at EILF Movies to get on that watch list. Yeah. yeah I guess until next time, I'm Steve. And I'm Izzy. I'm Timmy Uppel. And this is Everything I Learned from Movies. What's up, everybody? This is Joey Calvez. I want to tell you guys a little bit about the Department of Metahuman Affairs. This one is a story about a team led by a retired sidekick, two felons, a failed actor from Broadway, and a reprogrammed cyborg. But their first mission is to stop the criminals who have robbed a bank, and they will have to set the world at ease. You're going to get 180 pages of entertainment action-packed awesomeness right here in the first six issues in a collected hardcover volume one all you got to do is head on over to kickstarter.com and type in the department of metahuman affairs or dma and check it out right now 